Welcome everybody to Almost Current Events with Dead and Snitch. I'm Dead. I'm Snitch. All right, before we get into today's episode, a little disclaimer. Logic and honesty make us far too controversial for enraged ears. If you have an uncontrollable propensity to believe unfounded or erroneous claims, this podcast is not for you. Example, we only discuss the actual well-documented evidence of things like Bigfoot crashing Nessie's 400th birthday bash or the recent upset at the Area 51 Olympics, where the gray people beat the lizard people at water polo for the first time in 22 years. Episode two, the surprisingly unsurprising election results and aftermath. So, Snitch, did you have uh, anything in mind, any predictions going into election night? Uh, honestly, Dad, I really thought Trump would be reelected. That's how I felt. It just, I don't exactly know why I felt that way or what caused me to think that way, but I really felt like he was going to be reelected. Well, I was not sure. It's the first time in years where I haven't made a definitive like prediction before the election. I had a lot of friends and colleagues and stuff that thought it was going to be a great red wave and he was going to win by a bunch. And then I had other ones who said, you know, Biden's going to trounce him. Um, I Because I was hearing that from both sides, one of the guys I was talking to, he was a Trump supporter and he was just like, oh, Trump's got this by a landslide. And I was like, buddy, it's going to be close. I was yeah. like, it's all going to yeah. hinge my mind at that time. I was like, it's all going to hinge on Pennsylvania. And at that time, I thought Wisconsin. I thought he was going to take Georgia. I knew he was going to take Texas. Florida, I didn't really question too much until the results started coming in. And then they shook me up for a little while. And that was my prediction. It was going to be close. And I, it was, I thought it was going to be so close, I couldn't call it. Mm. Um, of course, turns out other things happen. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it, it's it was been cool. uh, interesting. <laughs> it has, it has, but to say the least, I wasn't surprised as much by the results as or the aftermath, really. And I think that's what we're about to get into is because the stage was being set for this for a while, you know, mm. <laughs> in my yeah. mind. So apparently, pollsters can't hit the broadside of a barn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's two two presidential elections in a row where they just massively messed up. And uh, there's a lot of implications to that. Uh, it's not just the population that is moved by these numbers that pollsters throw out, but uh, it costs campaigns a lot of money when polls are wrong. Hmm. Case in point, um, the battle between Lindsey Graham and Jamie Harrison, the Senate battle, the hmm. polls leading up to that battle. Um, most of them were in favor of Lindsey Graham, but only by a few points, like two to four points. You know, there was mm -hmm. one poll that I read that actually had Jamie Harrison winning by like two points. And because it looked so close, the Democratic Party spent almost a hundred million dollars on Jamie Harris's race because they thought they had a chance at winning. That's amazing. Almost How much money million. I haven't looked at the exact number, but I've heard that figure thrown around by a lot of other reporters and things across many networks. So I know it was somewhere mm. around 100 million. Harrison lost by 10 points. <laughs> so that was basically burning money on nothing. And so the, these poll numbers really affect that. They thought they had a chance of getting Lindsay out. So they spent a vast amount of money on that one Senate race. It's about the same story with Mitch McConnell and Amy McGrath race. They thought they sort of had a chance there. I don't think it was as close as the Lindsey Graham race was. I mean, they blew another hundred million on that race and Mitch McConnell won by 
out of 10 points. So they've just caused the Democratic Party to burn a bunch of money where they didn't need to. And that affects the race. They could have spent that money somewhere else where they did have a chance. And then also, what on earth happened in Maine? There was not a single poll, not one, that had Susan Collins winning in Maine. Wow. (laughs) Not one. Not by a long shot. (laughs) So these polls were so far off in so many areas that it's just insane. So (laughs) <laughs> so, Snitch, are you ever going to trust the poll again after all of this? To be honest with you, Dad, or I'm never quite sure who's being polled when, the, when I see these stats. You know, in a way, I've never quite trusted them to begin with. So I see them and I wonder who's pulling the strings. I wonder if some of the polls and the results from early polling are to help persuade the nation in one direction or another. You know, perhaps they're hiding real figures to build confidence in one area and remove confidence from another area. That's sometimes what I think. Mm -hmm. So that's just been my experience with polls. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And I have always taken polls with a grain of salt, not off by this much, at least not that I've seen in my lifetime. And um, I understand that it could be a way to try to manipulate. Also, how they posture the questions could affect the poll as well, depending on who's giving the poll. Some polls are more fair that I've seen, but I I just don't know, man. They were so far off. Very. Are we? I don't even know if I should pay uh, give them any attention whatsoever in the future, if or if I should just look at the temperature of the country as I see it and guess because Mm -hmm. I was about as close as I could be by saying it was going to be close in a lot of these states, you know. Right. Um, Right. Right. It felt like uh, like 2016 in 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 some regards. It really did, but I I think some of the polls were even more off this time. I haven't done a side by side comparison, but. Um, I did predict the 2016 election incorrectly. I thought Mm. Hillary Clinton was going to win. I really Mm. did. And I was shocked when Mm. Trump beat her by a good bit. Mm. I mean, basically Mm. by almost the same amount of electoral college members as uh, Biden sitting with right now. Another thing that I'd just kind of like to talk about and discuss, the stage was kind of being set for this. You had, for the aftermath part of this, you had the president repeatedly questioning the validity of the voters or the validity of the voting system with all of these mail-in ballots now with the dominion you know machines Mm. and Mm. his base is his core base is falling right in line and they truly believe that this election was stolen Um, i'm not of that opinion personally but i read an interesting poll and i'm kind of jumping ahead here but an interesting poll by reuters ipsos that basically said that half of all Republicans think that the election was stolen. Half. So basically Mm. about a quarter of the country believes that this election was stolen. What do do you make of that? Well, I've been seeing the same uh, information being posted, not only by the, uh, by Reuters and other polls, but even by people that I know. Exactly. And it kind of breaks my heart because they, like you said, they fell lock, stock, and barrel with the rhetoric that Trump has been positing for months now. And it's gotten to a point that whatever he says, well, they believe because he's been good to them and for them. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to make it seem like the guy's a complete tool bag, even though that that might be debatable. Some people (laughs) might think he (laughs) is, but he has literally been good to them and for them unlike any uh, president in recent memory. 
And what that does for the electorate and for the populace is that the things that he says, they will tend to believe it and will dismiss any gaffe as, <laughs> you know, uh, well, he's a great chess player and he's saying this thing to get this other reaction so he can make this other chess move. And so there's nothing that he says or does that is not super calculated because, you know, he's a master of the art of the deal and all these things. So when he says that the election was stolen and it was all rigged and it was all against him, I can see where his supporters will take that to the bank and say, yes, I can totally see that. They've been trying to get him from day one. They hate, you know, the American way and, and they're just evil people. <laughs> Bunch of social you know? Deep state. Yes, deep state. All the people who are against the, the righteousness of, of his presidency. And so I look at that and I try my best to be objective as possible. I mean, really, who's 100% objective? But I, I look at the situation, I say to myself, well, if we have, like you said, about roughly a quarter of the country that believes that the election was stolen, then we, the very fabric of what the United States represents and stands for is now on shaky ground. The, yeah. the, the trust is gone. And, and now the enemies are not foreign, but the enemies are domestic, at least in people's mind. I don't think it's good for our future. And I wonder if they see how bad it is. Uh, to be honest, I think they see how bad it is, but I think that they think the solution is to get rid of the Democrats. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and I mean, I think slightly multi multifaceted. It definitely falls yeah. with just the loyalty of his base and yes. trust that people as a whole have for Washington, and rightfully so, you know, mm. Um, mm. and for the state legislatures, and rightfully so. These people mm. haven't always had our best interests in mind. Yeah. So I understand the distrust that's there, and there is always election fraud. There's always election fraud. There's Good cases uh, every single election of people, you know, being prosecuted for fraud. Dead people vote. In fact, I've seen jokes lately that say, you know, maybe people should start marketing to the dead people. You know, maybe some <laughs> of these politicians should start try trying to market for the dead vote. Um, but uh, you see that every single year. You just don't That's see it on the level that is necessary in order to flip this election in my mind. Now, yeah. and I know we've said this in private before, but Snitch 2020 has expanded the realm of possibility in my mind greatly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, think, I think that goes for everybody. I, if somebody had yes. told us a year ago that the government would literally tell us to all stay inside for a month, I don't wow. think it would have believed it. You're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> and so is it within the realm of possibility that there is massive voter fraud? Yes, it's possible. However, if there is no evidence that can be presented in court, it doesn't matter. It won't change the election. If people really believe this, if there is real fraud going on, it needs to be handled with the way we count the votes. We need mm. to overhaul the voting system so that there are more checks and balances. Maybe send people home with a piece of paper that you know shows who they voted for so they have a record. Some, mm. You know what I mean? Like a receipt somehow. Just a receipt or something mm. so that we mm. have more confidence in this method because it's very obvious that a huge chunk of this country doesn't. And yeah. for the reasons you mentioned, for the reasons I mentioned, but in the sense that it can't overturn the election unless it can hold up in court. Exactly. 
So and, if there are legal ways to pursue it, Trump has that right. And I believe they should be pursued. Court cases should be ended to try to give some of these people closure, depending on which way it fell. And I think he has every right to do that and he should do it. I don't know if he should be encouraging the masses to believe this with him. I think it's going to hurt us in the Georgia Senate race for the Republicans that's coming up, the runoff race in a couple of weeks now. Or, well, I guess we have a month and some change. But it's, it's, go- it's going to hurt that because if people don't trust the voting system, why go vote for the senator? I mean, why even show up if they're just going to rig it? So it, it damages other things, too, in some of these other races that could really help the Republicans and maintain control of the Senate. So anyway, that's my thoughts on that part of it. Did you want to add anything else to that? I guess I do have a question for you. After the court cases are complete and they've done their due diligence and there's no smoking gun, I'm not convinced that Trump and the Trump supporters will take that as a, as a sign that there has not been any uh, tampering. I feel like they still won't be convinced. Well, what do you I, think? It, no, I agree. I'm, I'm hoping some people will at least trust the system well enough to show up and vote in these runoffs and things that are very important. But I, I agree. Trump, I don't think, is ever going to say that the election wasn't rigged. I think he's going to continue to say that for years to come. It'll be a lot like the Al Gore thing from from 2000. Remember that? Right. Um, Right. Just there are still people to this day that believe that Bush stole the election Mm. to this day. Mm. So the fact is, if it doesn't hold up in court, we are an innocent until proven guilty country. And that's the way it should be. If there is not enough evidence, whether the fraud happened or not, if it can't be proven, it can't change anything. And if you really believe that there is this much voter fraud going on, pressure your state governments to do some vote reform. You know, let's look at possibly a receipt. Let's look at more accountability. Mm -hmm. If you Mm -hmm. truly believe this election was stolen, if Trump doesn't win some landslide case in the next couple of weeks and he gets out of thrown out of office, well, not thrown, but transitioned out (laughs) like normal, he has finally admitted he will get out if the Electoral College goes against him. He did. Yeah. Last night on Thanksgiving. If he doesn't win any cases, if he leaves the White House and continues to say voter fraud, voter fraud, and if the vast majority of our listeners or whoever out there really believes that there is voter fraud, then pressure your state representatives to do something to make it more accountable, to make it Mm. harder for fraud to happen. Fully agree. And will, will your state governments be honest enough to do that? That's a whole nother question. <laughs> it may be a battle another 40 years. But... And, 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 and another podcast episode. <laughs> yes, and another podcast episode, because nothing will change and people will not trust the system. There will always be screams of fraud because there is small amounts of fraud. And so, Well, Dad, let me, yeah, l- let me ask I'm you a question. <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. Let me ask you a question. What happens next? Here's what happens next. Now that Trump has finally admitted that if the Electoral College goes against him, he will leave. So what will happen is slowly Biden will transition in. Trump already has given them access to parts of the White House and stuff to begin the transition. After the Electoral College, unless Giuliani really does pull a rabbit out of a hat and release the Kraken or something, unless that happens, we're going to see a Biden presidency at this point. And people need to accept that. If there is no crack in between now and when do they meet? It's like mid-December, right? It's, it's yeah, it's going to be it's mid-December. very close. We've got a couple mm-hmm. of weeks before the Electoral College meets. Mm-hmm. And if nothing happens before then, we will see Biden as president. 
we will have another podcast dealing about just how sleepy a Biden presidency will look. Yes, so I'm not going to go too much into that right now, <laughs> but because that's a whole nother episode and we got a lot to talk about there, especially now that he's making some cabinet picks. That's right. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> yeah. Y'all should come back for that one. It's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but what it, if there's a Kraken? What if there, what if the Kraken uh, does show up? I if mean, the that, Kraken, that's, well, and, that's and intriguing you know to me. If the Kraken does show up, it needs to show up. If this is actually mm -hmm. happening, it needs to be fleshed out because that's not yeah. right. We, we yeah. are supposed to be governed by the people. The vote is supposed to be sacred. So if a mm -hmm. Kraken does come, if Rudy Giuliani starts submitting hard evidence that what he's saying is true, or it makes it mm -hmm. to the Supreme Court, they win a battle. But if, if they win, then we, one, will see extreme unrest in major yes. cities. It will wow. be scary um because you have a lot of people that are now lulled into the sense of okay but we won biden's going to be in mm -hmm. and if that got overturned in people's minds i know in places where we've already been seeing riots we're going to see more riots more and riots, yeah. probably even more places because it, it would be such a shock to so many people because you have the two camps you have the group of trump supporters that live in the trump bubble and just cannot believe that he lost yeah and then you have the bubble of Biden supporters that will just not be able to believe that he won. It would be pretty epic. Not in a good way, though, I don't think. I got another I mean, question I, for you. Mm -hmm, go for it. Would it be unethical if I start designing some silkscreen um, T-shirt, you know, with a with the Kraken on the front of it? some verbiage that says I'm back or, you know, I haven't thought th thought it through yet and, you know, tried to market it? <laughs> some silk screen silk screen uh t-shirt designs you know yeah cracking yeah. on the front you know cracking on the front release <laughs> release me please just or, or just giuliani please let me go uh, <laughs> that would uh, you, you might be a little late because you'd have to develop well, it and get it sold before the middle true. of december that's but if true. you had thought if you had thought about that the day after it would have been awesome yeah, uh, yeah, we yeah, probably yeah. could have made millions. <laughs> well, I'm thinking if 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 it does go, um, if if the court cases does show smoking gun malfeasance and you know, uh, in in the, in the system and yeah, well people, then then you people, could do people, the crack in like eating a city or something. Yeah, know? that's right because people would be proud to wear that T-shirt then. Oh yeah, yeah, they will. They will. <laughs> it would be interesting. I do not think that is the most likely scenario, but I have been wrong before. I just think it's too far out of the realm of what I think is possible, even though I know it's still in like the margins of like, mm. yeah, that could happen. You know, people mm -hmm. do cheat, but mm -hmm. I just don't see it. I don't see it. And I haven't seen enough evidence actually being presented. Me personally have not seen yeah. enough real evidence presented in court to show that sure. that happened. Speaking of the court cases, uh, um, another thing I wanted to ask you, a lot of the, the claims, they're, they're like things out of a movie. It's mm -hmm. like uh, this person colluded with the communists in Cuba. It's just, you know, the uh, and, just and so much of it is. <laughs> Giuliani actually quoted my cousin Vinny in one of their press conferences. You know that, right? No. Yeah. Yeah. He actually got up there and was talking about the movie, My Cousin Vinny, um, where, wow. you know, uh, Joe Pesci, I think that's who plays in that. Mm hmm. Um, yeah. Is standing and holding up two fingers and asking the witness if they can see him kind of thing. Uh -huh. And she says it's three or something like that. He quoted that uh -huh. at the beginning of their press conference. Wow. So it's not just 
sort of like a movie. It it is a movie <laughs> in it some cases. But yeah, I mean they they come out with this stuff, and then there was a comment from uh, the the female lawyer that they've distanced themselves from recently. What was her name? But uh, <laughs> but basically, she wouldn't give any details on the case. Uh, she was being interviewed on some interview. I just saw a little snippet of it. I don't even remember who it was, but mm-hmm. uh, she was being radio or interviewed, and she basically said, I think it was Wednesday of this week, she was going to be putting forward a case in Georgia of biblical proportions. Yes. Sydney Powell. Sydney, Sydney Powell. Powell. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know why I'm not senior, but I have senior. Mind. I should <laughs> say that. Take that out. That, that'll tick people off. <laughs> yeah. You just alienated half the. Uh... <laughs> I did. It's like all these 60 year olds listening to us like click. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, but uh, but yeah, Sydney yeah. Powell was actually mentioning biblical proportions for one of her court cases, and I don't know which one she was talking about. I haven't looked into it since then. Uh, huh. you know, got kind of busy with Thanksgiving and everything. Sure, sure. But, yeah, she's she's um yeah. It's it, I hate to admit it, but it's been fun listening to her speak. I I, I just sit there. She keeps it entertaining, I, man. She it's does. It's very entertaining. Very entertaining. Yeah. Okay, I've got yeah. one. Ser- Did you have any mo- other questions that you wanted to go over? No, that's the that's it. No. Okay, no, was, I've, I've got yeah. one really serious one for you. Go ahead. Have you finished your Christmas shopping yet? Great question. So let me tell you about my Christian heritage. I became a Christian in an, a very conservative, independent Baptist setting. Well, this is Georgia. This is the Deep South. So the term independent Baptist is not, there's nothing uncommon there. But they were so conservative that they rejected Christmas, Easter, Halloween, and, um, and some other things. And with a good, sound biblical reason, you know, uh, Jesus Christ was not born on December 25th. And if you did the history, you'll find that it, uh, Christmas comes from pagan celebrations that predates Christianity and so forth and so on. I know all the history there, and I know all of the, the Druid and Germanic practices and how they were incorporated into Christianity, how, oh, yeah, I'll spare you the details. Oh, no, I, so, I, know, I know about it as well. Good, good, good. So in my early Christian years at the church that I was a member of, we, we didn't celebrate Christmas. And every Christmas, pastor preached against Christmas. As a young Christian, you shouted amen to everything that was being said because it was a biblical text to, to back it up and so forth and so on. So now that I am no longer a member of that church and I've now been married and have children of my own, although we celebrate Christmas for the, uh, the family festivities and, and, and all of the things that the, the wonderful time of the year and all that stuff that Christmas is known for, some of that still has stayed with me. Yeah. And so much so that the only gifts that are purchased are for my children. Yeah. And I don't even buy anything for my wife. She doesn't buy anything for me because we are kind of... Uh, we we, we kind of never had those nerve endings connected properly to begin with. I, I understand. Yeah, my, so, my, my family didn't go so far on Christmas. They did know about the pagan things that it was based on and why it had changed to that time of year and that sort of thing. Yeah, but we yeah. still did the, the gift giving and such. There was no Santa Claus in our house, you know. Right. Um, yeah. But we did the gift giving as such. My parents just pointed to like the gifts that the wise men gave and such. Right. Was, was right. like the reasoning behind it and the gift that Christ gave to us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, 
And so that we did that one. Easter, mm -hmm. we also did, but it was always called Resurrection Day. We never called it Easter. And right. Halloween, right out. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no question. <laughs> no such thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was like, so yeah, that was, that was our childhood as well. Not quite as, as, you know, anti-Christmas, but they did yeah. you know, make sure that we did the Christmas story every Christmas. They taught us that. I, they never told us about Santa Claus um, to the anger of some of my other relatives, because when I was six years old, somebody asked me what Santa Claus got me for Christmas. And I told them Santa Claus was dead mm. because my parents told me who St. Nicholas was and he died hundreds of years ago. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense to me. And I'm sure that your relatives were um, ready to call, you know, you know the they all, protective services. They all <laughs> turned around and looked at me like I had killed him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Santa Claus is dead. Little, little what do you mean he's dead? <laughs> um, but, Child uh, abuse. <laughs> yep. yep. So that was me. And uh, we don't do Santa yeah. Claus with my children either, but we, we yeah. do the gift giving. In fact, we put the tree up today and they're decorating it right as I speak, or we will be finishing decorating it. We're letting yeah. a few ornaments on at a time because she was going crazy not being able to. Right. But you know what? <laughs> to, but to, to answer your initial question. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did a few clicks this morning and I, I, um, I got each, each, um, each of my four children, their gifts <laughs> via Amazon. So yeah, my, wow. to answer your initial question, my, my um, Christmas shopping is one and done. There you go. Yeah, my uh, yeah. my Christmas shopping, uh, just one of my daughters, I still have to find two small things for the baby because um, uh. everybody else is done. I cheat and just get everybody Amazon gift cards. It's not like immediate family, like my wife and kids. Um, gotcha. I pick out presents for them and then everybody sure. else just gets an Amazon gift card because it was getting way too confusing, man. I've got too many relatives. Well, that's not yeah. true. I have a lot of wonderful relatives who I love very much. It's just I wish mm -hmm. some of them didn't want to trade Christmas gifts every year. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Now, Dad, remind us uh, how many uh, children you have and, and the genders? I have two girls. Um, oh. One of them is just turned three and the other one is about to turn one. That's awesome. That's and awesome. I have six nieces and, no, excuse me. I have eight nieces and nephews. Uh -huh. And then I have many, many, many cousins, aunts, uncles, second cousins. And I love my mom's side of the family because they don't do gifts. Mm. It's like the grandparents buy the grandkids gifts and that's about it. My dad's yeah. side, everybody gets everybody a gift and it costs me a fortune. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I have to get my cousin's gifts, I have to get their kids gifts. I have to get, yeah, it's crazy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's too it's, much. It's too it's, much. I, I don't have to get them for them. There have been many years where my cousins and I have not traded gifts, but we always try to do something for the kids. And Andy try, yeah. always give me something. And I think that's more typical. You know, that's more the norm. And 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 quite honestly, a lot of people love it. They look forward to this. They but, they start buying things. You know, as soon as you know they see something on, it doesn't matter if it's Christmas or not. They're buying it. They're putting it in the closet. They love it. And, oh yeah. Uh, I, and I've learned that over the years. You know that some people really live for this time of the year. Oh yeah, there are probably plenty of people today since they couldn't go to physical brick and mortar stores as much as they used to have probably mm -hmm. all day online. I did mm -hmm. a little shopping today myself. I got uh, my older daughter her last gift and my mm -hmm. wife her gifts. There so you go. Everybody awesome. else I ordered an Amazon gift card two weeks ago. So <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff.
Good but, stuff. Uh, but anyway, brother, yeah, it's a. Uh, I think that's about it. about it for that, I believe. Me.